Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Saturday, July 29th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I am Wayne Floyd, your host. Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. A lot of great listening over there. Uh, A wide variety of topics. Definitely worth your while. All right, well, it being a Saturday, we're just going to be doing our Bible reading. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So we're going to open up with the seventh day morning prayer. It's called God's good pleasure. Let's pray. Sovereign Lord, thy will is supreme in heaven and earth, and all beings are creatures of thy power. Thou art the father of our spirits. Thy inspiration gives us understanding. Thy providence governs our lives. But, O God, we are sinners in thy sight. Thou hast judged us so, and if we deny it, we make thee a liar. Yet in Christ thou art reconciled to thy rebellious subjects. Give us the ear of faith to hear him, the eye of faith to see him, the hand of faith to receive him, the appetite of faith to feed upon him, that we might find in him light, riches, honor, eternal life. Thou art the inviting one, may we hearken to thee. The almighty instructor, teach us to live to thee. The light dweller, light dweller, inaccessible to man and angels, hiding thyself bind the elements of creation, but known to us in Jesus. Possess our minds with the grandeur of thy perfections. Thy love to us in Jesus is firm and changeless. Nothing can separate us from it, and in the enjoyment of it nothing can make us miserable. Preserve us from hypocrisy and formality in religion. Enable us to remember what thou art and what we are, to recall thy holiness and our unworthiness. Help us to approach thee clothed with humility, for vanity, forwardness, insensibility, disorderly affection, backwardness to duty, proneness to evil are in our hearts. Let us never forget thy patience, wisdom, power, faithfulness, care, Sorry, and never cease to respond to thy invitations. Amen. All right, our morning devotion, the text for it is from Psalm 73, 23. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Nevertheless, as if notwithstanding all the foolishness and ignorance which David had just been confessing to God, not one atom the less was less was it true and certain that David was saved and accepted, and that the blessing of being constantly in God's presence was undoubtedly his. Fully conscious of his own lost estate and of the deceitfulness and vileness of his nature, yet by a glorious outburst of faith he sings, Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Believer, you are forced to enter into Asaph's confession and acknowledgement. Endeavor in like spirit to say, Nevertheless, since I belong to Christ, I am continually with God. By this is meant continually upon his mind. He is always thinking of me for my good. Continually before his eye, the eye of the Lord never sleepeth, but is perpetually, sorry, but is perpetually watching over my welfare continually in his hand, so that none shall be able to pluck me thence, continually on his heart, 
worn there as a memorial, even as the high priest bore the names of the twelve tribes upon his heart forever. Thou always thinkest of me, O God. The bowels of thy love continually yearn towards me. Thou art always making providence work for my good. Thou hast set me as a signet upon thine arm. Thy love is strong as death. Many waters cannot quench it, neither can the floods drown it. Surprising grace, thou seest me in Christ, and though in myself abhorred, thou beholdest me as wearing Christ's garments and washed in his blood, and thus I stand accepted in thy presence. I am thus continually in thy favor, continually with thee. Here is comfort for the tried and afflicted soul, vexed with the tempest within. Look at the calm without. Nevertheless, O say it in thy heart, and take the peace it gives. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. All right. Oh, I did that the wrong way. There we go. All right. And now we're going to do our reading for the day. We're going to be reading. Sorry, let me bring my thing that has my reading list around here. Uh, we are going to be reading. Wow, that doesn't want to stand up. Sorry. Second uh, Chronicles 24 and 25, Romans 12, Psalm 22, 19 to 31, which is the end of the chapter, Proverbs and Proverbs 20, verses 8 through 10. So Second Chronicle, Chronicles 24. Joash was seven years old when he became king, and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Zebiah from Beersheba. And Joash did what was right in the sight of Yahweh all the days of Jehoiada the priest. And Jehoiada took up two wives for him, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Now it happened afterwards that Joash had in his heart to restore the house of Yahweh. And he gathered the priests and Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Judah and gather money from all Israel to repair the house of your God annually, and you shall do the matter quickly. But the Levites did not act quickly. So the king called for Jehoiada the chief the chief priest and said to him why have you not required the levites to bring in from judah and from jerusalem the levy fixed by moses the servant of yahweh on the congregation of israel for the tent of the testimony for the sons of the wicked athaliah had broken into the house of god and even used the holy things of the house of yahweh for the baals so the king said the word, and they made a chest, and put it outside by the gate of the house of yahweh and they made a proclamation in judah and Jerusalem to bring to Yahweh the levy fixed by Moses, the servant of God, on Israel in the wilderness. And all the officials and all the people were glad, and brought in their levies, and dropped them into the chest until they had finished. Now it happened that whenever the chest was brought in to the king's officer, by the hand of the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, then the king's scribe and the chief's pr chief priest's officer would come, empty the chest, take it, and return it to its place. Thus they did daily and collected much money. And the king and Jehoiada gave it to those who did the work of the service of the house of Yahweh. And they hired masons and carpenters to restore the house of Yahweh, and also craftsmen in iron and bronze to repair the house of Yahweh. So those who did the work labored, and the repair work progressed in their hands. And they restored the house of God according to its specifications and strengthened it. When they had completed, they brought the rest of the money before the king and Jehoiada, and it was made into utensils for the house of Yahweh, utensils for the ministry and the burnt offering, and pans and utensils of gold and silver. And they were offering burnt offerings in the house of Yahweh continually all the days of Jehoiada. Then Jehoiada became old and full of days, and he died. 
He was 130 years old at his death. They buried him in the city of David among the kings, because he had done what is good in Israel and to God and his house. But after the death of Jehoiada, the officials of Judah came and bowed down to the king, and the king listened to them, and they forsook the house of Yahweh, the God of their fathers, and served the Asherim and the idols. So wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this, very, for this their guilt. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them back to Yahweh, though they testified against them, they did not give ear. Now the Spirit of God clothed Zechariah the son of Jehoiada the priest, and he stood above the people and said to them, Thus says God, Why do you trespass against the commandments of Yahweh and do not succeed? Because you have forsaken Yahweh, he has also forsaken you. So they conspired against him, and at the command of the king they stoned him to death in the court of the house of Yahweh. Thus Joash the king did not remember the loving kindness which his father Jehoiada had shown him, but he killed his son. And as he died, he said, May Yahweh see and avenge. Now it happened at the turn of the year that the military force of the Aramaeans came up against him, and they came to Judah and Jerusalem, destroyed all the officials of the people from among the people, and sent all their spoil to the king of Damascus. Indeed, the military force of the Aramaeans came with a small number of men. Yet Yahweh gave a very great military force into their hands, because they had forsaken Yahweh, the God of their fathers. Thus they executed judgment on Joash. When they had gone from him, for they left him very sick, his servants conspired against him because of the blood of the son of Jehoiada the priest, and killed him on his bed. So he died, and they buried him in the city of David. But they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. And now these are those who conspired against him, Zabad the son of Shem Shemeath the Ammonitus, and Jehozabad the son of Shimrath the Moabitus. Now at now as to his sons and the many oracles against him in the rebuilding of the house of God, behold, they are written in the treaties of the book of the kings. Then Amaziah his son became king in his place. Second Chronicles 25 Amaziah was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jehoadan of Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the sight of Yahweh, yet not with a whole heart. Now it happened as soon as the kingdom was strong in his grasp, that he killed his servants who had struck down the king his father. But he did not put their sons to death, but did, as it is written in the law, in the book of Moses, which Yahweh commanded, saying, Fathers shall not be put to death for their sons, nor sons be put to death for their fathers, but each shall be put to death for his own sin. Moreover Amaziah assembled Judah, and appointed them according to their father's households under commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds throughout Judah and Benjamin. And he took his census of those from twenty years old and upward, and found them to be three hundred thousand choice men, able to go out for military duty, able to handle spear and large shield. And he hired also a hundred thousand mighty men of valor out of Israel for one hundred talents of silver. But a man of God came to him, saying, O king, do not let the army of Israel go with you, for Yahweh is not with Israel, nor with any of the sons of Ephraim. But if you do go, do it. Be strong for the battle. Yet God will cause you to stumble before the enemy, for God has power to help and to cause to stumble. Then Amaziah said to the man of God, But what shall we do for the hundred talents which I have given to the troops of Israel? And the man of God answered, Yahweh has much more to give you than this. Then Amaziah dismissed them, the troops which came to him from Ephraim, to go home. So their anger burned against Judah, and they returned home in burning anger. Now Amaziah strengthened himself and led his people forth, and went to the valley of salt, and struck down ten thousand of the sons of Seir.
The sons of Judah also captured ten thousand alive and brought them to the top of the cliff and threw them down from the top of the cliff so that they, so that they were all split open. But the troops whom Amaziah sent back from going with him to battle raided the cities of Judah from Samaria to Beth Horon and struck down three thousand of them and plundered much plunder. Now it happened that after Amaziah came from striking down the Edomites, he brought the gods of the sons of Seir, set them up as his gods, worshipped them, and burned incense to them. Then the anger of Yahweh burned against Amaziah, and he sent him a prophet who said to him, Why have you sought the god of the people who have not delivered their own people from your hand? Now it happened that as he was talking with him, the king said to him, Have we given you to be a royal counselor? Stop. Why should you be struck down? Then the prophet stopped and said, I know that God has counseled to destroy you, because you have done this and have not listened to my counsel. Then Amaziah king of Judah took counsel and sent to Joash the son of Jehoaz, the son of Jehu, the king of Israel, saying, Come, let us face each other. And Joash the king of Israel sent to Amaziah king of Judah, saying, The thorn bush which was in Lebanon sent to the cedar which was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son as a wife. But a beast of the field that was in Lebanon passed by and trampled the thorn bush. You said, Behold, you have struck down Edom, and your heart has lifted you up to boast. Now stay at home, for why should you provoke calamity, so that you, even you, would fall and Judah with you? But Amaziah would not listen, for it was from God that he might give them into the hand of Joash, because they had sought the God of Edom. So Joash king of Israel went up, and he and Amaziah king of Judah faced each other at Beth Shemesh, which belonged to Judah. And Judah was defeated by Israel, and they fled each to his tent. Then Joash king of Israel seized Amaziah king of Judah, the son of Joash, the son of Jehoahaz, at Beth Shemesh, and brought him to Jerusalem, and broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, four hundred cubits. And he took all the gold and silver and all the utensils which were found in the house of God with Obed-Edom, and the treasures of the king's house, the hostages also, and returned to Samaria. And Amaziah the son of Joash king of Judah lived fifteen years after the death of Joash son of Jehoahaz king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Amaziah from first to last, behold, they are, are they not written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel? Now from the time that Amaziah turned away from following Yahweh, they conspired against him in Jerusalem. And he fled to Lachish, but they sent after him to Lachish and put him to death there. Then they carried him on horses and buried him with his fathers in the city of Judah. Romans 12 Therefore I exhort you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as, as a sacrifice, living, holy, and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not conform, be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may be approved, I'm sorry, so that you may approve what the will of God is, that which is good and pleasing and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to each one among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound thinking, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. But having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, 
whether prophecy in agreement with the faith, or service in his serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with generosity, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without hypocrisy, by abhorring what is evil, clinging to what is good, being devoted to one another in brotherly love, giving preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, being fervent in spirit, serving the Lord rejoicing in hope, persevering in affliction, being devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, pursuing hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. By being of the same mind toward one another, not being haughty in mind, but associating with the humble. Do not be wise in your own mind, never paying back evil for evil to anyone, respecting what is good in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, being at peace with all men, never taking your own revenge, beloved, instead leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him, and if he is thirsty, give him a drink, for in so doing you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. All right. Psalm 22, verse 19 through 41. But you, O Yahweh, be not far off. O my strength, hasten to my help. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion, from horns of the wild oxen, you have answered me. I will surely recount your name to my brothers. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear Yahweh, praise him. All you seek of Jacob glorify I'm sorry, all you seed of Jacob glorify him, and stand in awe of him, all you seed of Israel. For he has not despised, and he has not abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, and he has not hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him for help, he heard. Of you is my praise in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear me fear him. The afflicted will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise Yahweh. May your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to Yahweh, and all the families of the nations will worship before you. For the kingdom is Yahweh's, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust will bow before him, even he who cannot keep his soul alive. Their seed will serve him. It will be recounted about the Lord to the coming generation. They will come and will declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has done it. And finally, Proverbs 20, verses 8 through 10. A king who sits on the throne of justice disperses all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have kept my heart pure, I am clean from my sin? Differing weights and differing measures, both of them are an abomination to Yahweh. And the evening, well, that is our reading for the day and now our evening devotion. The text is from John six thirty-seven: All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. This declaration involves the doctrine of election. There are some whom the Father gave to Christ. It involves the doctrine of effectual calling. Those who are given must and shall come, however stoutly they may set themselves against it. Yet they shall be brought out of darkness into God's marvelous light. It teaches us the indispensable necessity of faith. For even those who are given to Christ are not saved except they come to Jesus. Even they must come, for there is no other way to heaven but by the door, Christ Jesus. All that the Father gives to our Redeemer must come to Him. 
Therefore none can come to heaven except they come to Christ. O the power and majesty which rest in the words shall come. He does not say they have power to come, nor they may come if they will, but they shall come. The Lord Jesus doth by his messengers, his word, and his spirit sweetly and graciously compel men to come, in that they may eat of his marriage supper. And this he does, not by any violation of the free agency of man, but by the power of his grace. I may exercise power over another man's will, and yet that other man's will may be perfectly free, because the constraint is exercised in a manner accordant with the laws of the human mind. Jehovah Jesus knows how by irresistible arguments addressed to the understanding, by mighty reasons appealing to the affections, and by the mysterious influence of his Holy Spirit operating upon all the powers and passions of the soul, so to subdue the whole man, that whereas he was once rebellious, he yields cheerfully to his government, subdued by sovereign love. But how shall those be known whom God hath chosen? By this result they, that they do willingly and joyfully accept Christ, and come to him with simple and unfeigned faith, resting upon him is all their salvation and all their desire. Reader, have you thus come to Jesus? All right. Well, that is our recording for the day. Um, I hope you have yourself a wonderful, uh, wonderful day. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. Um, I would continue to implore you to do all you do for the glory of God. I pray that either tonight or tomorrow you will be worshiping with the saints. If you don't have that in your plans, change them. Uh, it is a necessity. We must worship with the saints. And I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Let's go and close out with prayer. We're going to use the Lord's Day prayer or Lord's Day Eve prayer to close out this evening. So let's pray. God of the passing hour, another week has gone and I have been preserved and my going out, and my coming in. Thine has been the vigilance that has turned threatened evils aside. Thine the supplies that have nourished me. Thine the comforts that have indulged me. Thine the relations and friends that have delighted me. Thine the means of grace which have edified me. Thine the book which amidst all my enjoyments has told me that this is not my rest, that in all successes one thing alone is needful, to love my Savior. Nothing can equal the number of thy mercies but my imperfections and sins. These, O oh God... I will neither conceal nor palliate, but confess with a broken heart. In what condition would secret reviews of my life leave me, were it not for the assurance that with thee there is plenteous redemption, that thou art a forgiving God, that thou mayest be feared? While I hope for pardon through the blood of the cross, I pray to be clothed with humility, to be quickened in thy way, to be more devoted to thee, to keep the end of my life in view, to be cured of the folly of delay and indecision to know how frail I am, to number my days and apply my heart unto wisdom. Amen. All right, again, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend, and I hope to see you in the morning. Have a good one. God bless. Music.